we have noted that there are various media reports regarding uh, unrest at some universities on the issues of student accommodation. And I think it's important that we, we clarify uh, that NESFAS at the moment does not provide uh, private accommodation at any of the 26 universities that we have. All that we do presently is that we will disperse private accommodation allowances to the universities and universities will then disperse that money to the uh, providers which they would have selected through their own uh, processes. Simply because NESFAS is a, 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 a scheme of government that funds the students. So we provide funding and our funding covers a number of things and accommodation is one of those things. So our understanding and agreement with all the universities is that NESFAS would give uh, money and universities will therefore dis- disperse that money to to, to accommodation mm. providers. So if, if you look at it, um, if a student has secured a space to study at any institution, um, all our institutions know that NESFAS will provide funding for accommodation. So if that student meets the uh, accommodation criteria, and if the institution still has enough accommodation to accommodate the student in terms in line with their enrollment figures, we, we, we therefore expect that our students will be accommodated. So let's just um, get clarity. So when you approve funding for a student, if I go and register, I'd imagine that means automatically that I qualify in terms of funding for uh, my accommodation to be taken care of? Yes. Um, Like I said, uh, when we uh, confirm funding for our students, our understanding is that um, our our universities will provide accommodation for them because so NESFAS is in no way involved when it comes to making uh, accommodation available because you making the funds available is what you're saying. And that is correct, and it will also be um, uh, improper for NESFAS to therefore get involved in in decisions of institutions in as far as provision of accommodation is is concerned you would remember that uh, accommodation at institution has to be linked with the enrollment figures of the institution as well as accommodation for institution has to deal with the safety of students so universities must be happy that uh, the private uh, accommodation providers um, for their students um, comply with their policies and 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 and, and, and expectations. Mm. So let's talk about how many students have or are to receive funding. Today is the deadline for applications for NESFAS funding. So far, I understand you have three hundred thousand funding applications that have been approved. Is this number still the same, or expected to increase given today's deadline? This number is expected to increase, as you would know that uh, our cut-off uh, time is uh, 12 o'clock midnight, and by Monday we'll actually be having the latest uh, uh, figures. On average in a year, NESFAS funds more than uh, 400,000 students, and for the fact that so far we've already confirmed 300,000, majority of those students are at universities, um, it is a clear indication that we will go way above 400,000. Mm. Your um, 
Nesfa's chair at some point uh, spoke about the challenges that have arisen with regards to applications and the delays in some cases, some 9,976 applications that were unsuccessful because of financial ineligibility. What exactly was the problem or challenge here? The um, financial ineligibility uh, simply means that uh, when we were doing an assessment, because you would remember that NESFAS first prioritizes those that come from uh, poor families who may not necessarily afford a uh, higher education. Um, uh, um. So what we will do is that once we are done with um, evaluating those that qualifies and whose salary is below 122000 Anyone who's above 122,000 and below 600,000 is a missing middle. And therefore, those will be not funded because they fall within the missing middle. The secondly, there are those that we reject simply because they did not meet the 50% pass criteria of NESFAS. Uh, you find that they are retaining students and they did not um, uh, progress academically. There are those that we've rejected simply because they did not complete their application forms uh, properly. They, we asked them to submit uh, necessary documentation and still did not respond uh, to our request. And at the moment, uh, we're standing at 9,000 of those that we have rejected. However, we did not end there. We said these students still have an opportunity to appeal. We have opened an appeal process. If they are first entering students, they can submit that appeal straight to NESFAS offices, but if you are retaining students, you can appeal at the financial aid office at the institution. Nelson Mandela Metropolitan University's Sandile Babela, a very good uh, evening to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us. So, so can you confirm this? NESFAS says it provides students with funding and it is up to the universities then uh, should the student qualifying for accommodation then be given accommodation sorry can you come again can you confirm what nesfas is saying that they are responsible only for um, financing the students and that the university for accommodation yes yes um the the university um is responsible for the for for the provision of um accommodation and um you know students are admitted as they meet you know the the criteria why is it then there are reports suggesting that some students are without accommodation because they're awaiting approval for funding or that funding has not been forthwith well um we this matter was brought to our attention, and um, we we explored, you know, what was happening. And um, indeed, the, from our financial aid offices, there are some students that have um, an awaiting funding um, um, status. Now, what 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 has happened is that um, I think what has happened is that some students um, that qualify for NISFAS. Okay, let me let me let me do it like this. The university got a. Uh, and this allocation of about 285 million rand for its its um, students. And then there was the resolution that was made um, um, after a meeting with these and the and the NISFAS about two weeks ago that um, you know students who come from Quintal one to three schools um, and first year students who come from Quintal one to three schools um, and are from families who are dependent on the SASA grant you know, could be allowed to proceed with registration and that NISFAS would then um, cover that because, in essence, they do qualify for financial aid. 
And um, so what has happened with that is that NISFIS gave the university an additional allocation of about 78 million rand. Now, what has since emerged is that there are students that fall under that, that, that cohort of students, um, you know, of quintal one, from quintile one to three schools, that um, are, whose families are dependent on um, the SASA, um, SASA agency grant, who perhaps did, who did not apply for NISFIS, perhaps they had missed, um, you know, the deadline. So what is happening now is that um, um, NISFIS has opened up, you know, that, 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 that process to then get universities to draw up a list of the students who fall in this cohort so that then NISFIS can then um, determine the quantum of funding needed to cater to those students.